Welcome to Keep Your Chat. My name is Fauna. And my name is Flora. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. We are both real-life zookeepers, and each week we will be discussing a new animal and learning more about them. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. So with that, let's get grimy. Flora. <gasps> let's do it. Please start us off. <laughs> By telling me about Please. your week. <laughs> Please. Uh, Please. It has been the same as always. Actually, happy National Zookeeper Week. We record in advance Yo. now, so we like didn't say it in Zookeeper Week. So you're hearing it after the fact. I hope you're still but, recovering from all the goodies you didn't receive. <laughs> I hope you're still recovering from all the pizza you ate. That I, one day. <laughs> that one day of all that pizza. You know what, though? We're just extending Zookeeper Week because it really should be Zookeeper Year every day of the year as you keep your day yeah that's the right you can just say deserve. it is because nothing happens during the week that sets it apart <laughs> i gotta say the meme the meme game this this zookeeper week has been crisp mm, chef's kiss <laughs> this is bitter and i made all of them in one sitting and i sent them to you like back to back to back i know i was like heightened with emotion every time i was like yo Yo, yo! <laughs> <laughs> they slapped. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Uh, but uh, what's what's new with you? Anything? No, I'm just trying to think. I tried to roller skate. I got rained out on my skate. Ooh. I've been doing my at home workouts again because getting tubby in, in the middle. I'm old now, and now I can't just like only drink beer and nothing right. else and remain right. the same weight. Now it goes up. Now the weight goes up. The weight goes up, up, up. So mm -hmm. just doing that stuff. Hanging out with my shit cats, reading books. Yeah. What are those kitty cats up to? Um, You know, they were in here a minute ago before we started recording, and they fought and they screamed so loud that I screamed, right. and then they both <laughs> left, fought in the other room, and then both remained there. So I out-screamed them to the point that they decided to remove themselves from my presence because such a nice pet mom. <laughs> obviously <laughs> but yeah i don't know there's it's just like the same thing for me mm -hmm. i've had a light out in my kitchen for two weeks now so i have no light in my apartment kitchen and i emailed maintenance and was like can you please come change my light because it's like a fluorescent big fluorescent mm -hmm. light like i don't just have like light bulbs for it yeah and um they just won't i guess because of like <laughs> covid and stuff so i'm just like just leave it outside the door, bud. Cooking like a caveman in my own kitchen. That's pretty much it. What How, uh, what do you what are you drinking? Oh, I have a a little water because I'm fat. I think I just mentioned that. So this no, is No, you're not fat. You're just excited about hydration. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting to hear what you're gonna fucking say. <laughs> Watch yourself. <laughs> what what are you gonna say, bitch? What are you gonna say, bitch? Gonna say? I will say I had such an um amazing time. Last night, I found this new beauty YouTuber. Oh, um, my God. These, like, yeah. lovely videos. Like influencer. <laughs> yeah, this, like, lovely beauty influencer uh, that I found. Um, somehow, I don't know, the the videos were just sent to me anonymously. Um, like they found you, kind of. <laughs> almost like they shot me out. Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> so weird. They were like, wow, you really need to watch me um, – brush my teeth and wash my face uh <laughs> while i'm shit face drunk that was interesting so uh that was fun anyway how's your week been <laughs> that's, 
it's a perfect lead in to my week. Uh, turns out I was the shit faced influencer. <laughs> Spoiler alert! It was me all along. It was me all along. I was sending Snapchats to Flora, um, <laughs> just like you know, just like doing my thing and. Boy, was it fun. I went on for a very long time. You did. You kept going. (laughs) I I responded, though, with my, like... (laughs) You did. It was very fun. What a, like, fun little mm, bonding moment for us. Love that. (laughs) Love that for us. Love it. Um, Wow. This week has been monumental. (laughs) I can't (laughs) talk about a lot of it. Monumental. That's a good way to put it. But, like, when I say monumental, I mean it. Like, capital M. What I said. Underline italicized monumental bold yeah bold period it's period. it's been a big week for you know who me i'm you know who <laughs> it's i know been, it. we've got some big things in the works so very exciting times and i'm looking forward to whatever comes my way you know you know what i'm saying you know what yes I'm saying? uh my as long as it's are- not covid I'm not looking forward to that. I should have clarified. <laughs> I'm only looking forward to a select range of things coming my way. Um, COVID is not one of them. COVID's I'm just one. like you, though. I've been reading a lot. I read yes. a, I read like a, a, a mystery book the other day. In like oh, one day, yes. it was very good. And my cats are nowhere to be found. I think they're all sleeping. Maybe they're ready for that scream. nighttime kibbles. Probably. That's probably what it was. So the cats are looking forward to their nighttime kibbies. What am I drinking? I know you didn't ask, but I'm going to tell you. I am drinking a crisp white wine. A crisp white wine. My friend sent me a like discount thing for Wink. You know, the like wine delivery thing. No, I don't. I don't know what that is. It's a it's a wine delivery thing. Wow. And I know, incredible, right? And so I was able to get like three bottles of wine for free. Not spawn. Should be spawn. Could be. Could be spawn. And uh, so I've just been drinking it, you know? Like, what else are you going to do with it? So that's been fun. Um, but I've got that, and I've also got a water, so I'm double fisting here. Cute. Um, probably for the best. But we have some things, right? We received some exciting We have so many things. Parcels. Um, <laughs> yeah. The P.O. box was checked for the first time in forever. We had a postcard and two... Uh, well, I guess one came a little earlier. Whatever the fuck. We got two packages and a postcard. So first, thank you to Jess, who sent us a t-shirt with her own actual face on it. I, It's now my most prized possession. <laughs> I can't even handle it. Um, It's a lot. But it's, it's a, a good lot. It's a lot. It's the new Keeper Chat commune uniform. So everybody, if you don't go online to keeperchat.com slash Cordova Iceworm Festival... <laughs> slash uniform on there you'll find some khaki pants and jess's face t-shirt that you can go ahead and just buy get ready for next year suit up covid doesn't ruin the cordova worm festival but yeah thank you jess literally (laughs) i'm not joking it has her face on it (laughs) (laughs) like i'm not being like facetious or like alluding to something it's literally like a picture of her face we couldn't have asked for anything better. Incredible. We also got a package from Whip, the man himself. Thank you so much. The man, the legend, the uncle. The uncle. <laughs> Unky Whip. Unky Whip. Great. Um, Grun- Grunkle Whip. Grunkle. Some fantastic socks. Sassy socks so we got from the good. mail from Unky Whip. One so says, good. fuck off, I'm reading. 
Hello. Accurate. The other one says, my cat is cool as fuck. Also accurate. I mean, are you kidding? And you had the it's best idea. my two idea. moods. <laughs> you said um, that we should each take one of them. <laughs> yeah, one one of each sock. One and of then each sock. It's just perfect, yeah. My cat's not that all fucking bases. cool. My cat's really fucking annoying, so I definitely don't deserve those. But thank yeah, you. If, <laughs> if I have two of that sock, my cats are going to get some big ideas. Right? So can't let that happen. They just look great, and I feel like they're the perfect roller uh, skating link. So when I get them, oh, I'm going to just skate around in them, too. Fuck. I'm just going to do, like, a split, maybe. Whoa! <laughs> oh, my God! I Come can't at even. me! <laughs> Whoa! Uh, and then we had a postcard. Another postcard from our anonymous postcarder. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, it was another, apparently, wooden postcard of just, like, a horse. And... Oh, wait. It's in the shape of a horse? No, 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 no. It's a piece of wood with a horse on it, and it's like no. ass, acetique, acetique. I don't know where that is. I don't know what that is. It looks like it has the word ass on the front. It's some kind of national place, national park, something. Okay, okay. The anyway, ass park. Anyway, 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 anyway. Take me to um, the ass park. Okay, so here's more puzzle puzzling. They're not an intern, they're in school, they're a chronic volunteer, love animals, love nature, volunteering is a passion of theirs. Stay Ooh. safe, anonymous. I don't have a guess. I still have no fucking idea. We'll never know. <laughs> I thought I was a better... A Nancy Drewer? Yeah. I thought I was better than this. What's the point of me playing approximately 28 Nancy Drew games if, if I'm not going to be able to sleuth this out, like, yeah. what was it all for? You know what I'm we saying? We need like, um, we need to play Hangman with them with their own name. Is what ooh, we need to do. So I'm, I'm very good at Hangman. Yeah. So we'll start with the letter A. How about that? There we go. I love that. That's great. That'll start us off. <laughs> good. Okay. That was the one. Let me just click, click. Let me just uh, mark that off my list. <laughs> check, check, and check. Checkmate, babe. Okay, and then we had one Grime Gang shout out. Hell yeah. Welcome to the fam. Welcome to the well, whole we got. fam damly, you guys. And thank you for joining Discord. Everybody who has joined Discord in the past week. That's been super fun. Um, this time around, <laughs> we have somebody whose name I almost just said in its entirety. But um, Adam. Adam. Welcome. Adam, Adam L. Oh. Hey. Which... <laughs> I guess I was supposed to do word association with. Yeah, what do you need me to word associate? Well, I've already said his name, and now it's, like, gone, you know? I should have waited. No, no, it's still it's still hot. It's still fine. Give me something. Give me something. Okay, yeah. um, like, what kind of stamp, like, what would be on his stamp that he, if he sent a postcard? Oh, my God, his stamp. Okay, uh, his would probably be, like, um, um, uh, maybe, like, Snoopy on the doghouse. Is that right, Adam? That's so good. Oh. Incredible, yeah. <laughs> Adam L, tell me. Tell me. It's my weird guess about a weird are the, thing. Are those Correct? are personalized stamps? <laughs> tell tell me. me. Please. I must know. Uh, is that all our business? That's the end of the business. God, we've been talking for a hot second. What's I'm sure, like years? I'm sure, I'm sure the forwards. fake fans have already have already left so now it's time to appeal to the real fans i don't Thanks think for anyone's staying. actually here for the animal facts because we <laughs> barely deliver so if they're not here for us i don't know the fucking point <laughs> what was it all for <laughs> what was it even for okay so this week 
I went. I went just – I went open. I asked for a free-for-all. I asked our patrons. Mm. I said, hey, this is a free-for-all. Give me open suggestions. Open season. Hit me with your best shot. Hit me. <laughs> How many more idioms can I say? And we got quite a few. And a lot of people were very passionate about their suggestions. Okay. And I decided to go <laughs> – with someone who seemed unsure of their, of their oh, suggestion. Okay. Thank you, Max, for writing this in. I went with the colobus monkey. Oh, my God. You know God. I love talking about those primates. And so it's been a hot minute since we've talked about one, and I decided to just slip a monkey in here. That is so, so incredible. I have yeah. to tell you that not, no more than two days ago, my friend, my real-life friend who knows that I do this podcast, yeah, um, started working with a couple of different animals that she's never worked with before and one yeah. of them and she, she was like hey have you done any of these fucking animals so i can listen to your podcast instead of doing research about them yeah. and one of them was the colobus and we hadn't done like oh any of the God. fucking animals that she listed and now we're doing it right now wow okay well this is dedicated to her this is dedicated to her this entire episode we love you you're our favorite person that's ever lived this <laughs> <Kisses laughs> for you yes Anyways, colobus monkey. Colobus monkeys. This is an interesting little fellow. And let me let me just start off by saying, by asking actually, have you I know you've only worked with a few primates. You're not a big yes, primate person. I but am. have you have you worked with any colobus? I have worked with colobus. Yeah. And I have I am intimately familiar with a colobus because he used to masturbate when he saw me. <laughs> Love that. What a like, what a, okay. So I've shared an amazing caretaker (laughs) animal bond. People always ask like, what is, what is some of the most amazing parts of your job? And I have to say, it's that part of the day where the animal that's masturbating in front of you makes eye contact and does it more vigorously to you. And that is really just like one of those like priceless bucket list moments. on the cake. It really just makes it all worth it. You know what I'm saying? Right. The colobus monkey money when i can get eye contact from a primate while he's touching his one inch long wee wee while he's diddling yeah uh the colobus monkey this is an old world monkey which we've mentioned before but the old world monkeys are the ones that are found in africa the new world monkeys are the ones that are found in south america okay fun tidbit for you i love that but they are phylum chordata, class mammalia, order primates, infra order, semiformes, excuse me, semiformes, nice. <laughs> family, oh, geez louise, cercopithecidae, Circo- cercopithecidae, sure, that sounds like I've just like spit up, maybe, uh, the genus is colobus, and perfect. There's also, okay, so like the main colobus that people know about is the black and white colobus, which is what we're going to kind of yeah, focus on. But there's mine. also a red colobus, and they are a different genus. They're the pileo colobus. Uh, but there's a few different species. And as far as like the black and white ones go, you've got kind of like two main ones. So you've got your like standard like black and white colobus, and you've got your Angolan colobus. Right. And those are the two that are most common in zoos. I think the ones that you would be most likely to see. Uh, and they're actually pretty common in zoos. A lot of zoos have yes. them. Uh, they're usually pretty good, like, habitat animals, and they they do well, and people like them. And, yeah, it works out pretty well all around. Mm-hmm. But those two species are the Colobus guereza, I think is how you say it. That's the black and white one. And then the Colobus angolensis is the Angolan one. Okay. Appearance-wise, they are both black and white. They According- have pretty... Go ahead. According to every zoo visitor, they are a skunk. 
Look at that skunk up in the tree. Look at uh, that skunk up there. How did it get up there? Look at that big monkey tail that skunk's That's got. That's just a big fucking skunk, isn't it? With a face, with a human face. That skunk. People just love to, like, take something and, like, put it in a strange box that they have no reference of. But it's pretty dramatic black and white coloring. Yes. And they have very long, very thick hair. And both of the species have what's called, like, a cape. It's, like, a sort of, like, a fringe along their sides. Yes. And this is honestly very cool. Uh, But it, like, (laughs) flaps around and it, like, is, like, tipped in white and the rest of it is black. And so it's like Batman when they're moving around. Like, what I'm saying is, like, very, like, vigilante, very cool. Mm -hmm. And considering they're up in the trees and they're always, like, flipping, like, they know they look good. They're strutting. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they're trimmed in white. Um, according to the different species, their faces look a little bit different. I would urge you to look up the two, the black and white, and then the uh, Angolan, and okay. just see the difference, because they do look quite a bit different. Uh, the Angolan has, like, interesting tufts of hair kind of surrounding its face, whereas the black and white is basically just, like, a horseshoe head. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's a very, like, Pop-Tart face. And the black and white definitely is just, like, two scoops of ice cream. Like, on a, like it's like the Mickey Mouse ice cream. It's a Mickey Mouse ice cream bar. It's exactly what he is. Aw, <laughs> sweet. He's got that dome head. That's what He's I just, with, black and white. Dome head. It's just very compact, right? And then the Angolan is just, like, very, like, luscious and, like, frilly almost just the way it's like so trimmed like he looks like one of those hedges or just like one of the little like sharp like the the bichons where like the groomer like cuts the hair like with fine scissors and they literally just look like a ball that is his head it's kind of like an acorn shape like he's like a nut head you know and a fucking sad everyone's always like they're so sad they got that fucking sad face they got that it's like um it's not even their face it's like the way their hair is shaped it makes a frown it's not even right. like the line of their lip. It's just like they're they have like a weird goatee, and it makes a <laughs> frown shape. So everyone's just like, "Look at that fucking miserable skunk in that tree! Holy shit!" You know how people say like the beard makes the face of the man. Like that's clearly what's going on here. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this man does not have a very good cut for his face. Jeez, the more I look at him, like, and I'm just kind of squinting, it almost looks like that whole thing is like some sort of outfit that he's put on like his face is in the middle and then he's I mean, put on some sort of head like piece. a mascot suit yes that goes yeah like a lion's mane around his little face we don't know that he hasn't so just keep that in the back of your mind but neither confirm nor denied and cannot podcast. confirm or deny that uh a little bit of background though on the colobus monkey it the word colobus comes from the greek colobus which is uh, kind of translates loosely to like docked or maimed, and this is in direct maimed. Yeah, this is in direct what? relation to their lack of a thumb. They only have like their four oh, fingies, and they yeah. don't really have a thumb. So yeah. the idea is they've got that like little like s- sort of like stubby pad. Well, that's so the idea. Is they're docked. We had to cut <laughs> all their thumbs took off. My thumb. <laughs> Someone out there is just like rolling in thumbs, but uh, yeah, that's what that means. So, I mean, regardless of this, though, they are an arboreal animal and they do very well up in their treetop habitat, and they can just like flip around and like grab branches and like whatever. Like they don't need that thumb; they no. are above it. <laughs> they are above the thumb. But that's kind of the background on it. I will say that I worked with uh, a person, <laughs> shall not be named, who would always refer to the colobus monkeys in our uh in our area as colobus like she would pronounce it like a weird 
like colobus instead of colobus. And I've like never colon. in my entire life, yes, heard anyone pronounce it colobus, but she always did it. And it just like irked me. <laughs> so maybe someone out there right now is screaming and they're like, that's actually how you pronounce it. But let me tell you this. I actually looked up the pronunciation for four <laughs> different sites tonight before I record this episode, and they all said colobus. So suck my also, butt. Also, that person just sucked in a thousand other ways, and that was like one of four million reasons. Yeah, it just it's just added to the pile. Did <laughs> we work the trash the same, pile. Did we work with the same one? Oh, I think I've met two people now that say it that way. I just couldn't remember. So yours were at where you're at now right? yes but oh, okay. the the person that you're talking about was at the place where we were at together yeah that's why i got confused yeah, there there were two people <laughs> two other um people. okay so th- the colobus monkey is native to africa it's native to equatorial like central africa and it kind of it has a really wide range in that central region it almost spans like the entire width of africa but nice. it ranges from uh eastern nigeria all the way to tanzania so you hit up like uh, Cameroon in the west, you hit up Ethiopia in the east, and you hit go south, and you hit Tanzania. So they've got a pretty big, although fragmented, range kind of mm-hmm. all over there, and that's where you get like those different like subspecies is, are those different fragments. Uh, for the most part, they're going to be found in high density forests and wooded grasslands. I already mentioned that they're arboreal, meaning they live up in the trees, so they need to make sure that they have plenty of trees nearby to support them. And diet wise. They're going to eat what's in those trees, right? Right. They're herbivorous, which means they're eating plant matter. They're not eating other animals. And for the most part, they're going to eat primarily leaves and fruit. Mm -hmm. If it's like a shitty season and nothing's growing, they can resort to eating like lichen and bark from the trees. But that's not preferred, right? Like we want the good stuff, which are the leaves and the fruit. Uh, Over 80% of their diet is actually made up of leaves. And this is something that I've noticed that the place that I work because uh, the colobus that we have are um, ones that like, you know, they have to have like fresh cut brows in their diet every single day. And because they have such specialized tummies and that's for this exact reason, they eat a lot of fibrous, tough leaves. And this is great for them because it allows them to live in a niche that is for the most part undesirable by other animals because they don't want to eat that shit. Except for not in America. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the American He's koala. <laughs> African koala. Fucking profound. Uh, <laughs> just like that, actually. Just like that. Just like the American koala, but in Africa. <laughs> uh but yeah, I mean, he he's able to live those places other others don't want to. They spend roughly 150 minutes, which is like, <laughs> like so to, specific. No, I also have to say just mood to like, they live in places that no one else wants to. Like that just seems like my whole life. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, man. I'll just take that <laughs> shitty apartment that is falling apart that no one else wants. Thanks. Oh, it doesn't have a kitchen light? Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> And fine. you'll never come to fix it? Okay, thanks. Okay, that's fine with me. Everything's fine. Uh, so they eat those those fibrous, tough leaves, and they spend about 150 minutes every day actively foraging, uh, which is like, God, that just like, I I have to imagine a researcher is standing there with like a, a stopwatch, and they're like, mm-hmm. 150 minutes, we made it. And then they just like stop and go to sleep, right? <laughs> so who knows? One interesting thing about the colobus monkey, though, and the reason that they eat so much browse, is that they have a ruminant-like digestive system. Nice. This is something that's Cowboy. often found in cows, yeah. And it's like a it's a multi-chambered stomach, and it allows them to eat all that stuff and then process it 
and like ferment it and there's like a whole thing and that's how they get their nutrients and colobus are the same way they have a three-chambered stomach and this is a large it makes their stomach basically like really large compared to the rest of them because they got they're like mostly tummy (laughs) and which like is me during quarantine right now (laughs) mostly tummy but on top of that they also have well-developed molars which help grind those like fibrous leaves down to a pulp and then when they swallow it, it goes into that three-chambered stomach. It ferments the chewed up leaves and then it breaks down into cellulose or breaks down the cellulose into usable energy. So like things you didn't know, you didn't know. And like I didn't expect this monkey to have a cow stomach, right? No. <laughs> that wasn't how I anticipated starting my day was learning that fact, but here we are. And then because of that ruminant stomach, they eat a very large amount of leaves because it takes a long time for them to be able to process all of their stomach contents. And so they have to like eat a bunch and it's just like it's a constant kind of like like a panda situation, right? They're constantly like eating to be able to give themselves energy. And then beyond that, right, beyond that, they're really not very active. They are considered diurnal, but when they're not eating, they're basically just like sleeping so that they can digest right yeah so i also am just now looking further at this angola one and it looks like if just like a regular black and white colobus monkey like did meth and became fabulous <laughs> but like their faces are crazy and they look insane yeah if you get up close to the face it gets a little concerning but if you look at them from afar they've got very nice hair it's like Farrah faucet you know but it's almost like unkempt uh, if you get up close, sure. <laughs> Everything looks good from a distance. <laughs> Got a bit of a methy vibe. I can I can go there with you. I get meth vibes. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, okay, so going back to their appearance, like I said, we have those two different main black and white ones. And regardless of what kind you're looking at, their tails uh, generally are like white, mostly Insane. white. And they're like bushy. Feather and their bodies themselves are up to about 30 inches long. That's not including the tails. And then the tail is up to 35 inches long. It's huge. So to convert that, that's roughly like, mm, they're like half a meter to just less than a meter long. And then the tail can be up to a meter long. Right. Really big, big tail. And that's going to be helpful as they maintain their balance, helps them move through the trees. Mm-hmm. We all know what a tail does. But it's not <laughs> prehensile. It is not a prehensile tail. You're absolutely right. It's for dusting. <laughs> it is for that's dusting. It. And that's it. <laughs> uh, one fun fact. So I, I know we've talked about a couple or maybe just one. I don't remember. We've done like 500 episodes at this point. But we've talked about old world monkeys in the past. And one thing that a lot of old world monkeys are known for is that they have cheek pouches in their mouth. And they use that mm. to store food. Mm-hmm. And so they get like little like chipmunk cheeks, which could be very cute. Colobus are the... Uh, are unlike other old world monkeys because they don't have those cheek pouches. They just got to eat their f- their food like everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> they can't just like cram it in there. No pockets in that dress. No pockets there. Yeah, you got to just like make do. Their weight can be anywhere between about 15 to 30 pounds and the males are generally larger than the females are. Nice. I already mentioned that they, if they're not eating, they're usually sleeping or they Correct. do, they spend a good bit of time sunning up in the trees and the treetop. And they do this with their troop. So the colobus monkeys are a very social monkey. They live in troops. And those are, on average, between like 3 to 15 individuals. But they can be upwards of 25. And it's been recorded that like several troops have kind of like lived and 
coexisted peacefully in an area where you have up to like 300 colobus which would is like <laughs> alarming that like gives me chills kind that's of that's a lot it's a lot in one it's a area lot of yes to have in one spot <laughs> a lot of very smelly convention you've got going on <laughs> the troops though are made up in a very specific way you have one male and he's basically the dominant member of the group and okay. then you have between three to four females on average and then the rest of the troop is made up of the offspring with those females and that male. So you have, like, Crazy. lots of little babies running around. Yeah. Uh, the females will stay in the troop that they're born into. And they really don't, like, move around that much. And they just kind of stay in their family group. And uh, the males, if there is, like, a young male born, he will leave the troop before he fully matures. Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't leave the troop, dad's going to kick him out of the troop. Yeah, because he's did. like, you got to, to go, go, son. It's time to go. <laughs> Uh, the typical colobus troop can occupy around 40 acres, and they can be territorial, but they can also kind of coexist. I guess it just depends on personal preference, I guess. But if a troop, if a troop, <laughs> if a troop is threatened, the male will jump up to defend it. So they'll do like big displays. They'll mm -hmm. jump. They'll roar. They'll leap after other the other troop members. They'll chase. Um, chase them away, and they'll also flap their big white fringe, that cape, to make yeah. themselves look intimidating. And this gives his jazz troop hands. the chance. <laughs> just jazz hands his way out of the situation. <laughs> and while he's doing that, that very cool move, the rest of his his family troop will jet, and then they can get out safely. The um, colobus I worked with, they were, like, very quiet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, is, like, they this like, is kind of in direct contrast to, like, their general attitude, which is, like, shy and aloof. Yeah. They, like, don't really get into it, you know? But, I mean, if shit hits the fan, they go and they go and throw down. But, like, and they look, I guess because, like, they, it's just, like, a monkey and a tree. And so it's, like, oh, Gibbon is going to be, like, making crazy noises all the time. Oh, Simon is going to be making crazy noises all the time. He doesn't. He, like, doesn't call, right? No, he's just, like, he's just, like, chilling, man. He, he doesn't just, have like, anything exists. to say, you know? He's not going to open his mouth and just say things just to say things. He doesn't have anything to say. I just feel like he has, like, feelings, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this boy <laughs> is sensitive. He's got feelings. And he's feelings. got no one to, like, vent to. I mean, probably his troop members, right? <laughs> Hopefully they listen. You never know. That's just it. You never know. And especially if, like... there for him? <laughs> especially if you're born into that thing and you're a girl and you're just like, man, I hate my family. They just don't listen to me. They're like, you're kind of right? stuck. But you're kind of stuck. stuck. Yeah, but I mean, all that's to say that <laughs> they can still, even if they are, if they come into contact with like another neighboring troop in their territory, mm -hmm. they could also just choose to like be chill and be like, yeah, let's just hang out together. Nice. So like it really just depends, right? <laughs> some people are just like really out there and aggressive and some people aren't and that's fine. But right. I know where we fall. <laughs> You and I fall uh, in the in the jazz hands scream and chase you. Oh, camp. do I? <laughs> like when I screamed at that man on the cruise. <laughs> oh my god, that was like one of the greatest moments of my life. <laughs> fucking idiot, man! I'm just fucking standing there. Okay, reproduction. How do they fuck? This is what I people love come here part. for. Yes, they. Okay, everyone loves when primates get down Walter's and dirty here for because. Oh, good. Well, he's like, I can't miss this part. My favorite part. <laughs> My favorite part. Uh, everyone loves when primates get down and dirty because I think we see ourselves in them. And then I think we see some of the things that we do 
in them. And then we're just like, oh, look at that monkey getting down and dirty. Right. Right. And so, you know, it's like looking in the mirror a little bit. But uh, colobus are interesting in that they don't really have a breeding season. They reproduce throughout the year. It doesn't really matter. And it's always going to be that dominant male with the females that are in the troop that he lives in. So he's like okay. in a pretty good situation. So got a harem. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Uh, the gestation is going to be anywhere between like five to seven months on average. And okay. when they give birth, listen to this. This mm-hmm. is like, I feel like we just never see this in the animals that we talk about. But when a female is ready to give birth, she's reached six months, knock, knock, baby time to come out. The female will leave the troop with the male. He'll go with her. And then she'll like, she'll go like a short little ways away, give birth, and he like supports her. And then they both return with the baby. I know. So like dad went to the hospital with his wife while she gave birth. Like so sweet. It's what is expected, quite honestly. But I love that. I was like, that's so cute. And uh, like parental investment is huge, right? It's just this one male looking out for everyone. But it's interesting because the the baby will cling to mom or dad's stomach. He's there and he's an active oh, parenting role. Yeah. And like the colobus that are at my facility, um, the male is like a really good dad and the kids like love him and they just like, he just sits there and like holds them. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Love this. Okay, Love but this their for babies everyone. are my favorite part. Okay, yeah. So we're at this part now. So the, the females will usually only give birth to one infant, sometimes two. But when the babies are born, if you remember, the adults are mostly black with like uh, accents of white. The babies yeah. are completely white and their eyes open. And they're <laughs> so cute. And by cute, I think you mean look exactly like Voldemort. Yes. <laughs> but it's so cute because it's like a hairy Voldemort. They've got, like, a little, like, pea pod face, and they're just, like, these little, like, white Voldemorts. It's like, yeah. It's like you flip Professor Quirrell around, you've got a baby colobus on the back of that head. <laughs> Spoilers. Sorry. Pretty much. If anyone, if anyone hasn't like, read it. But he's, like, a little snow baby. That's what he looks like. Those little fucking snow oh, babies. Those fucking from, like, snow babies. five or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those. Yeah. Yeah, I honestly God. want like a little like snow baby figurine of this like little Voldemort. Someone there make that are happen. Some great photo reactions we can use for memes of this child. That's what I'm saying. Is like There's it's like, so ah! memeable. Yeah. <laughs> so when the babies are born, they're between seven and eight inches long, which is like a peanut, and they weigh less than a pound. <laughs> and their ears are huge, which is crazy too, because you really don't see the ears at all in the adults. And they've got that little smush nose, you know? Like yeah. the adults have that like little smushy nose. The babies yeah. have a little smushy nose too. It's like a little dick nose. Okay, well we didn't need to it's like a little flaccid make dick. them make them feel bad about it, but okay. Uh so yeah, like I said, when they're born, their eyes are open, they cling to mom and dad. And Okay, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. First photo. <laughs> it looked okay. If you type in Cobus monkey baby. All a uh, monkey baby to one word because I didn't put a space. Cobus monkey baby. Okay. The first one is an article. Hello Ziggy St. Louis Zoo welcomes baby Cobus monkey. He is that like cry- that white crying cat meme that we have in Discord that we have as reacts. <laughs> He's making the exact same fucking face. It almost looks like someone photoshopped it on him, but it's not. Do you see him? Yes. It's that exact. Because he's got those, like, fucking whiskers, dude. And he's got those big eyes. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm well, sorry. I can't wait. I can't wait until this 
<laughs> this hits the shelves. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention that in their appearance. They do have big, long white whiskers. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they come out fresh. They're white. They're little snow angels. They cling to mom and dad. And then one cool thing in this group is that there's plenty of examples of what's called aloe parenting with the females, which Ooh. is when all the like other females in the group will just like take care of this baby as if it's their own. Yeah. And sometimes this can lead to like baby stealing. <laughs> so like sometimes your baby gets snatched, <laughs> but it's like with good intentions, you know, so like we'll, we'll allow it. Some but yeah, raising Arizona. Ow. Just a little bit, but it's, I mean, it's an important aspect of, like, living in a troop, and especially in, like, a social animal-like primates. A lot of times, if they don't have an active role in, like, raising a baby, they don't know how to take care of their own baby. So it's a really important part of, like, maintaining the reproductive fitness of the females in that group. Right. Is allowing for them to practice, sort of practice that. perfect. Exactly. So that when your baby comes around, you're not, like, donking it on a tree. It, like you did. <laughs> you're not dropping it into the jaws of, like, a leopard, you know? Like, there's, yeah. like, <laughs> there's a lot of, like, pluses from this. <laughs> but, of course, the male during all of this is going to be extra protective of the troop. And then the ex- the baby, for the first few months after it's born, is going to be basically, like, the talk of the troop. Like, everyone's going to be obsessed with it. They're all going to want to take care of it. It really becomes, like, a social you know, a social, like, raising. Like, it takes a village to raise this baby. Yeah. I wonder, like, why it's white. I think part of it, I mean, like, the, like, the adults have, like, the the flecks of white, right? Like, I just wonder yeah. if, like, maybe that blends in to but certain, like, flex them, like, area. they hold like, on their chest. Yeah, I'm I don't know. I'm wondering if it's, like, to help, like, they can just, like, scan the troop and, like, see it stuck mm-hmm. on someone's, like, ta-ta, you know what I mean? Right, like a, like a visual cue. That's, yeah. Yeah. Because that it's, might be like, it. shockingly white. Mm-hmm. And if they hold it against their chest, which I don't really see any of them, like, sticking it on their back like a fucking anteater or whatever. Well, and I'm wondering, and this is purely conjecture, but, like, yeah, you know, know that whole idea of, like, in the ocean when, like, the underside of a turtle is lighter than, like, the top side of a turtle? Countershading. Because you're, like, yes. looking up. Yeah. Like, I wonder if that's it, too, because they're arboreal, so they're up in the trees, and if something yeah. looks up... It's going to see it's something that like blends into the sky. Baby. Yeah. That might be it. I don't know. Uh, it also might not be. <laughs> so many good pictures of this fucking <laughs> child. What I'm saying. This, like, little Voldemort baby. I'm going to make a, like, the meme is definitely going to be, like, tag yourself. Because <laughs> some of these, I have to send you one really quick. Oh, my God. I'm sending it to you on Discord messengers because I have Discord open. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> it's like hello Clarice. oh my god <laughs> little like scrunchy face it's like not only zero days old but it's also a 90 year old man like i had simultaneously it's also and it's also, also got it's also got an agenda you know what yes. i'm saying yeah so talking about that coloration at three months is when the little snow baby is going to start to lose the pure white coloration and the black will start to appear. Nice. And I have to say that if you see this in the Angolan colobus, they get the like shooty sprout hairs on the side of their head. And so they look just like insane. They look hilarious. It's like they, they got like little pigtails. Yeah. And they just like sprout out of their head. They look like little tiny pigtails. It's <laughs> very funny. Um, but that's when that coloration will start to appear, and that's when they become a little bit more independent. Uh, they're going to, once they hit, like, 20 weeks, that's when they really start to become a lot more independent. They'll do foraging on their own. The females will carry her baby for about eight months, and then at 15 months, they're weaned. 
So they're not going to go on to like a full, uh, like foliage and fruit diet until about that time, which is a pretty okay. good amount of time, but they'll still sample here and there. Lifespan of the colobus monkey is between 25 and 30 years, which is pretty long, nice. right? Like, like for a, a monkey. Yeah. Like yeah. That's pretty good. And then I already mentioned a little bit, but uh, they do have predators, of course. Um, they are like a medium-sized monkey, so things are going to want to eat them, yeah. especially those babies for the most part. Because I live in Africa, things like eagles can be a big threat, especially for the juveniles. Uh, leopards are a big th- uh, threat for them. Chimpanzees can be also a really big <gasps> threat. Unfortunately, they Chimps like really so like to mean. chomp those monkeys. And humans, of course, are a big threat as well to everything because we're the plague of society. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, it's it behooves them to live in an arboreal setting because it can right. be a lot harder for things like leopards to get to them. But that doesn't mean they're safe from chimps or humans. Right. There's always a trade-off. <laughs> they can only do so much. They can't just be like living in a different plane of existence. Right. They can't just be like in a fucking reality. hot air balloon <laughs> because then an eagle would like swoop in and be like, well, fuck. They get fucking stooped by a peregrine falcon or something. <laughs> and God damn it, I should have known we weren't safe up here either. Oh, I forgot to mention, going back to their, like, troop dynamics, because, again, they're a primate species and they're very social, they have uh, a number of, like, social behaviors that they do as part of, like, a greeting ritual. So if you have uh, individuals that are reunited with each other and they're, like, familiar, Mm -hmm. um, they've come across each other before, like, whatever it may be, they go through, like, a whole greeting ritual. And for the most part, this is just them, like, approaching each other and then like grooming like crazy uh if anyone out there is unaware like (laughs) grooming and primates (laughs) is like the thing that's like what your besties do it's like how to get on a good page yeah they're like where the fuck have you been for ages your hair is disgusting (laughs) yeah i've missed you and you look terrible (laughs) what's up you rotten bitch you look uglier than ever get over here (laughs) get over here uh, I So when I was in college, the first animal internship that I had was behavioral research, and I did it with uh, snow monkeys. Right. And they're a very social group, too. They're an old world monkey. And part of my, like, behavioral research was sort of learning about, like, why grooming is such a big part of, like, positive social relationships in primates. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of hypotheses out there, but, like, I know the top few are that, like, you know, grooming itself is important because you're removing, like... Uh, like leaf litter and like bugs and stuff out of your individual's hair so that's like really helpful and healthy but then there's another one that the actual feeling of someone like touching you is like a positive association especially like that soft pulling of hair can feel really nice i mean it's like massages in humans right right? i was just like nodding like yes (laughs) like we are craving the touch yeah someone and the bugs out of my hair someone come groom me and so That's another big one is that, like, maybe, you know, even because they found that even if these individuals weren't, like, full of, like, sticks and leaf litter and bugs and stuff like that, like, they were still grooming each other. So they think that it feels good to do that. Um, But it's also, I mean, like, you're close to that person. You're, like, you're enacting, like, a physical touch with them. You're creating, like, a social bond. You're spending time with them. So I think it's, like, all-encompassing. But Mm -hmm. it's really interesting. If anyone is interested, I would... Definitely recommend just reading up on primate grooming. I don't know. Quarantine's a weird time, so why not learn something new? (laughs) Read a new book. But, uh, yeah, so then beyond this greeting ritual where they kind of, like, spend that time grooming each other, they can also enact a number of other positive social behaviors like mounting. 
Always oh, a good well. one. Okay. <laughs> Just going to go right to it. Right in there. Uh, they can also, like, grab each other's shoulders and, like, kind of, like, push each other. Just and they can like shake each other. <laughs> yeah, just sort of, like, shake your friend, you know? Uh, they can also, like, do what's called head mounting, which is exactly what it sounds like. Oh, and then okay. on, a, on, like, a sweeter note. Is that positive note, for everybody? Yes. <laughs> okay. And then on a sweeter note, sometimes they'll just, like, have, like, a nice, like, embrace. You Probably know? spoon. I don't know about spoon. I was thinking it might be more of a, just like a like a side hug kind of thing, um, but I don't see why they couldn't spoon. Anything is possible. <laughs> Anything is possible when you're. Anything is possible. So the next time, actually, this is perfect because this is gonna be us after quarantine. We're gonna be reunited with familiar individuals. So like step one, approach them, start touching them. Step two, is Remove. a choose your own adventure. Either lice. you mount them. You mount their head and shake them, or you just like give them like a really nice hug. It's gonna be positive for everyone involved. Everyone, <laughs> guaranteed. If the call of this monkey has taught me anything, it's that I should take social cues from them. <laughs> from them personally, <laughs> they do so well. They're doing so well. I'm so proud of them. <laughs> it's like that meme. It's like you're doing what great, sweetie. You're doing great. Uh, okay, conservation. The call of this monkey is listed currently as least concern. But the different subspecies, according to where they live, have, like, different variants, of course. And as I mentioned at the beginning, they do have fragmented habitats, so it just depends on where they are as how well they're doing. In the 1920s and the 1930s, they were hunted quite a bit for their fur. Obviously, people wanted that, like, sick cape for themselves and just, like, couldn't get over the fact that it wasn't theirs to take. And they were hunted a lot for that. And unfortunately, they continue to be overhunted and sold to this day. So that's not so great. Uh, one of their threats is hunting for the bushmeat trade. That's pretty big in like rural areas in Africa. And that's right. just hunting for exotic meat basically and selling it. Um, which is really dangerous for a number of reasons. But I mean, disease being a big one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the main threat that the colobus face is habitat loss due to forest clearing and for logging. A lot of the... Uh, the forests that they live in, although they are um, usually very lush and kind of remote, because they are so fragmented, when you cut down the habitat, then they are—they don't really have anywhere to go, right? Because like they're either yeah. isolated or you know they're surrounded by like humans or like whatever it may you, be. Like, basically shut down. Oh, I heard that. <laughs> one of the like train stations on the route, and now the route don't go no more. Exactly, and so they don't really have anywhere else to go. And them being an arboreal animal, if they don't have trees to live in they're kind of shit out of luck so that's a really big one uh there are a number of things though that all of us can do to in order to help out the colobus monkey if you're interested and it's super easy Uh, i think we've mentioned this company before but you can support the for excuse me the forest stewardship council um the fsc and this is the one that's like the little logo of like a check mark turned into a tree and then it has the letters fsc at the bottom and this basically just lets you know uh, that any paper or wood product that you've purchased that has this stamp of approval has been collected in a way that's like colobus friendly. Oh, like yeah. it's Cute. it's friendly for all the animals that live in that area, and it's you know it's it's good overall for the ecosystem. The good news is is a lot of companies have already made the pledge to like use FSC certified materials, and so a lot of the paper products that you already have in your home, you maybe even never even noticed this logo on it, but a lot of them already have it. So. Uh, it's just something to keep in mind. 
it doesn't ever cost more for you to look for something that has it. And like I said, most of them already do. God. I knew. Oh I was just waiting. I saw him, like, hiding, and there was nothing I could do about it because <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt you. And then it happened anyway, so I should have just interrupted you. So it's a really quick, easy way to help out colobus monkeys and tons of other animals in Africa. Would recommend. 10 out of 10. And the colobus monkey has a really big effect on uh, cultures in the area. They're sometimes considered holy in West Africa uh, because of their appearance, but also possibly because of their kind of like shy, quiet nature. You know, it's kind of like yeah. unnerving to see like a monkey that doesn't say anything. It's <laughs> just like looking <laughs> just at you. Looking. So like, he must Menacingly. be. He must be holy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that man is a man of few words. He must be the Lord. <laughs> uh, but like they <laughs> that a holy man would do. <laughs> seems like a very like holy quality that man a few words uh, but they also play a really important ecological role in that they are seed dispersal individuals uh and this is mainly due to their sloppy eating technique like they just like go ham on the types of like fruits and leaves that they eat and stuff so like they don't obviously end up eating all of it and a lot of it falls to the forest floor and then repopulates uh but they can also pass it through their digestive system through their droppings and that can help repopulate the forest floor so they're very important in maintaining the uh, density of the forest there too they have a lot of benefits of course but i mean everything has inherent value so don't kill it if you don't have to is what i say don't maybe just have you thought about not not and then colobus monkeys in media there aren't a ton of them but our second favorite show to octonauts the lion guard definitely has them yeah, so they have uh, they have the red colobus, which we didn't really talk oh. about too much here. Those guys are found almost primarily in Zanzibar, I think. Uh, and they look similar to the Angolan colobus, but they have uh, red as well. So they have mm. the black and white fur, and then they also have accents of red, I think, on like their tails and maybe around their face. But yeah, they're just a different, a different type of colobus. And there are a few different characters in the Lion Guard. There's Faraha, Tumbili, Tumbili's troop. Uh, and there's like a whole a whole plot there. A fun fact that I read though <laughs> on the Lion Guard wiki is that nice. Tumbili, who's one of the red colobus, uh, literally translates to vervet monkey. Uh, oh. But he, that ain't, that's not what he is. He's a colobus. <laughs> so like, okay, <laughs> sure. Interesting. No shortage of monkey names though is what I gotta say. I feel like a lot of times people think Zubumafu was a colobus monkey too, and he totally was not. Now, that boy was a Shafak, right? Is that how you say it? Yeah. Then, yeah. Sick. <laughs> Sick. Then yeah, yeah totally. he, was a, he, was a, you, he was a motherfucking lemur, dude. What you said. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's all I got in the colobus monkey, man. I know that you worked with them, so I didn't know if, like, beyond the, like, eye contact masturbation, uh, if you had any, like, other fun, fun no, tales to share. Not really, because it, like, it was, like, a secondary area to my primary area so i only did it like very occasionally and i also fucking hated it um it was the worst routine in the whole world because it added like a thousand more monkeys to my routine but uh yeah i worked with one i think there was only one there was two and i they were like brothers and then i think one died mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then there was just the one that just like jerked his little ween ween and he lived that's with what other I, monkeys. you know what he wasn't alone he lived with a bunch of a bunch of shit i mean that's what I would do with my time. And he like ate banana. I love banana. I Did they have like an interesting smell at all? 
I don't remember. I rem- he was in a disgusting primate house filled with like thirty other primates. Oh yeah, it's hard so to maybe that sniff whole him building out. just smelled like absolute asshole all the time. <laughs> um, so I don't know yeah. if that was like distinctly emanating from him or, <laughs> or right. what. Like, is the stink from you or from everyone else? <laughs> yeah, I don't really recall. Mm, okay. But That's I just remember everyone saying that he was a skunk day in, day out for however many years I was there. So That man ain't no skunk. That's Get that in your head right now. So yeah, anyways, thank you for the fun anecdotes, Laura. <laughs> <considering> <laughs> I always that jerk and monkey. Can I, <laughs> I'm going to hit you with that tail, though. So Please. this week we talked about the colobus monkey. It's an old world monkey from Africa. We talked specifically about the black and white colobus. We... We talked about them and the Angolan colobus, the ones that are mainly black and white in color. Mm-hmm. They are herbivorous animals. They eat mostly leaves is the majority of their diet, but they'll also eat fruit. And they are they have a ruminant-like digestive system. So they have a digestive system that's similar to a cow where they have chambered stomachs and they break down the leaves that they eat and ferments and it's like a whole thing. So that's super interesting. But what's important to take from that is that they eat a lot of brows every day. Their appearance is very dramatic. It's black and white in color, as the name suggests. They have like a long fringe. They have highlights of white. And then the babies, when they're born, are completely white. They look like tiny little Voldemorts. (laughs) Uh, Their tail, um, both for the adults and the babies, is longer pretty much than their body size. And these guys can weigh anywhere between like 15 to 30 pounds, with the males being larger than the females. They're about a medium-sized monkey. They do have... Uh, some interesting habits. For the most part, they're diurnal, and if they're not eating, they're pretty much lounging, sunning, sleeping. And they have very uh, kind of intense, um, I guess, social dynamics because they live in troops. So there's usually one male in a troop, a couple of adult females, and then the offspring that they share. The males will help with the parenting of the babies that the females have, and then the females in the troop will also help. This is called alloparenting, and it's a really important aspect of social primate culture and helping the other females develop the mothering skills they need to have their own offspring. The babies themselves, as I mentioned, come about after about six-month gestation. They look like Voldemort. They're teeny tiny, and everyone in the troop is obsessed with them. Uh, The lifespan of the colobus monkey is between 25 and 30 years, they have a number of really cool greeting rituals that they go through, some of which are maybe not what humans do exactly, but still interesting. <laughs> and then conservation-wise, they're considered least concern. Their major threat that they go through is habitat loss due to logging and uh, just deforestation. Um, so the way that you can help colobus monkeys out is by looking for the uh, Forest Stewardship Council logo. It's like the check mark with the tree with the letters FSC at the bottom. I didn't mean to rhyme that, but here we are. And look for that on any of your paper and wood products, and you'll know that it was collected in a way that did not harm the environment in that area. Uh... There's not a lot of colobus monkeys in the media, but of course, the lion guard came through for us, and there's a red colobus in there, so if you want to see what they look like in cartoon form, I guess go ahead and check that out. <laughs> go for it. But, but that's pretty much it. Flora shared a fun a fun tale about a monkey masturbating to her, so always a good time, and yeah, we had <sighs> we had a great time learning about this monkey. Woo! Yay! Thank Yay. you, guys. Yeah. Um, as always, you can find us on facebook and instagram and twitter just mm-hmm. type in keeper chat 
You can email us if you have questions, comments, or concerns at keeperchat at gmail.com or just stories. We do have a P.O. box that we receive really fun, awesome gifts that we very much appreciate. The address for that is on the website. We take letters and packages. We have a street address as well, which is super fun. It gets checked uh, every once in a while by our interns. So if it's something pressing, please let us know, and we'll have them go out sooner rather than later to check it. Yes, and that's um, at keeperchatpodcast.com, that website. Yes, thank you, our website, which has mm-hmm. our blog on it, which we have a post up one <laughs> and then uh all the episodes are on there as well uh thank you to everybody who's been rating us on Podchaser in the past week i've seen a ton on there so thank you guys so much um so as always we do rat raves the rates and reviews if you rate and review us on itunes or now podchaser.com we will donate five dollars for every single review we get so we'll tally up this month's later uh, at the end of the month and then we'll send them to a conservation organization of our patrons choice if you're interested in joining the Patreon, it's at patreon.com slash keeperchat, and we have three tiers, a tip tier where you just give us a couple bucks to help keep the podcast going, and then the 5 and $10 tier, which um, gets you a lot of bonus content, access to Discord, access to us, fun stuff, <laughs> an awesome community, like very, you get, very uh, cool. You get a key to our home. We mail it you to you. You get my personal address <laughs> and debit card. <laughs> It's incredible. It's a really good value. (laughs) Great. You get a personal handwritten invitation to Cordova and everything's fine. Mm -hmm. Man, I think that's it. But thank you guys so much. We always appreciate you listening, sharing with friends, tagging us and stuff, sharing our memes. Um, That's the only advertising we have is when you click share that fucking meme. And that is my lifeblood and my life's work. Podcasting is a hobby and memes are my life. So thank you so much. That's our next bumper sticker. (laughs) That's incredible. It's incredible. Someone put that on a fucking shirt and wear it immediately and get it tattooed on my forehead. Yeah, that's it. Okay, everyone have a wonderful week. We will chat with you all soon. Goodbye. Grimy. Smell ya later. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs)